When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I sound like lasers this time. Felt good. Yeah, that's like that's like Star Wars sounds. It felt great. Uh, Cody with Undercovered Ops on the YouTube channel, on the Player Profiler YouTube channel, and then all of a sudden we come in strong with the Dominator Show with Billy Muzio. We're back. And Jack Cavanaugh, Player Profiler today, just rat a tat tat. After I already talked to Dwayne McFarlane, this is four streams in one day. Oh, geez. You're exhausted. I feel great. Grinding. I feel great. My energy level is uh, very high. Very high for a 44-year-old. It is. We had a good time in Vegas. Yeah. The uh, the, the people that, uh, you know, that uh, are my peers, they often ask me about my energy level. And I just say steroids. <laughs> I just say drugs. Yeah. <laughs> we used to be able to say Jolt was the drink, right, back in the day. Remember yeah, Jolt? Jolt, right? Yeah. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm always putting some substance. Like, let's go. Come on. <laughs> no, uh, just uh, just uh, just the love of the game, really. That's really what it is. I'm practicing my interview responses. Just the love of the game. It's my teammates, really. My teammates raise me up. It's not. It's not me. It's you, Billy. It's you, it's your energy <laughs> I feed off of, and my coaches. That's cute because I, I I I got a lot of sleep last night. I flew the plane today. I have to get eight hours usually when I fly just to be mentally stable and not tired to fly. So a lot of sleep last night. I feel rested. I've been kind of operating off like four and a half, five hours of sleep for the last pretty much since Vegas. You look good. You look better than you looked in Vegas. You looked a little haggard in Vegas. <laughs> you were doing a lot of drafts, dude. Like it was it was it was tough. I was when I got back and I was tired. It was like you look. You were you were you were grinding hard when I when I saw you when we were outside. Uh, we we're going to dinner when that final day uh, mm-hmm. outside of Gordon Ramsay's. You know, you were just like, yeah, I don't know, guys. Yeah, I don't know about your team. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know. Right? <laughs> what I say, Godwin's gonna Godwin's gonna get hurt. I don't know. You're like, oh, Godwin. I don't know. Godwin rushed his way back. You know. You're like, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna let God Godwin go out and try to beat me. I guess. <laughs> And we were like, we were like Billy, look where we got him, man. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, so in that league, we have Godwin, we have Trey Lance. Cody disowned me, just walked away from me. He's like, I'm done with Billy. I'm out of here. Yeah, we have that team is the worst of all the teams, man. That's the team where things are looking very, very bleak. The highest stakes league, the the main event, we're looking very bad. We're looking very <laughs> bad. Now, on the, on the, on the, on the, we have both, anytime you can have both Trey Lance and Travis Etienne. And Chris Godwin uh, and Albert Kuigbunum. Throw in Darnell Mooney. Just do it. It's, it. We might as well have Mooney. Yeah. I mean, we might as well. I mean, the, the saving grace there is we have Garrett Wilson. Nice. Yeah. He had a good game. Right. That was Dario. Dario's like, we got to go Garrett Wilson here. Dario saved you. Dario, he, he was big on uh, Garrett Wilson. And uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. 
I don't uh, I don't have a lot of hope, but we're gonna keep grinding, man. We're gonna keep grinding. Anytime you have a anytime you can start Stefan Diggs, AJ Brown, T. Higgins. Mm, it's a good start. And then you can also pick up Garrett Wilson when you start four receivers at least. Then you're in good shape, and then we'll see. I was talking to Dwayne McFarland. This is this is the make or break game. This is the show your cards, flip them over game for Travis Etienne against the Chargers. They're going to Los Angeles. They're gonna be trailing. You have to think at some point, and then we're gonna find out what he is. Yeah, it, the thing with Etienne, I love Etienne's talent. I, I have to say, I misjudged the situation with James Robinson. He's back. He's looking good. I uh, did not expect him to be this active this early on, quite frankly. I think that's one of my biggest misses so far of the, the first two weeks of the season. Was it was it not drafting Robinson or drafting so much ETN? I was drafting a lot of ETN because I thought his role would be more. I thought we were going to see more usage on the ground, more usage in the passing game. Now, his usage in week one in the passing game was very optimistic, but he had a couple drops, which hindered him. Had he caught that one walk-in touchdown... And then had they not missed him on that overshot in the back right end zone, we'd be taught we wouldn't even be a conversation right now. He'd be sitting at two touchdowns, he'd be a top twenty running back. But because of those mishaps, it would be like DeAndre Swift. Exactly. But because of those mishaps, that put James Robinson on the field more. And then he scored twice, and the next thing you know, they're running him more week two. So I we have us ETN owners have a James Robinson problem, and it's not going to go away anytime soon unless ETN can prove himself more in the passing game. And we have seen on the ground when he does get the opportunity, he looks electric. So it's going to take a couple breakaway runs, some long runs for him to see some more work on the ground, I think. But I think eventually we'll get there. He's just too good of a talent not to allow that to happen to. So and the Jaguars, let's face it, are going to be playing from behind uh, a lot. So I think it's going to be pretty frequent to see ET in the passing game. So I think it's a matter of time, just when, not if. But I do think it still happens here in 2022. All right, so you're regretting the ETN pick. I'm really regretting this Lance pick, Trey Lance, because here's the thing. When you whiff on a quarterback, you usually are going to start him for at least two weeks. So yeah. then you're starting 0-2. So if you whiff on a quarterback and he's, he's going to give you nine points and, and three points, you're going to basically start 0-2. You're seeding you know, whatever it is, 20, 25 points, maybe 30 points to your competition. It, it Starting 0-2, that's really... Drafting Trey Lance is almost guaranteed you an 0-2 start. It's really devastating. It's actually worse, more damaging than ETN. Yeah, I have one league where I had Trey Lance, and I started 1-1. I got lucky just because I had you know, Tyreek Hill and, and other big scores. That being said, though, I'm not afraid to cut bait. Like, you look at my – like, for instance, one of our 10K leagues. We did three of them while we were in Vegas. We started Aaron Rodgers week one, watched the game, and I said, F this. I'm not starting Aaron Rodgers anymore. We cut him. We picked up Wentz. We actually cut Rodgers straight up for Wentz after week one. Started Wentz last week. Great. Another great week. I'm cutting Rodgers uh, this week. I should have cut him last week. Yep. And so we look at it. and But he was fine last week. He was fine. We, he was fine last week. But you still look at like the offense and the passing. And if they're going to run that much, Rodgers is not going to be a, a good fantasy asset. Like he'll have weeks. No, this was the case all along. The only reason we have Rodgers is because he was available in like the, the 16th round or something. It was crazy. Exactly. But they play slow and he has no weapons. Yeah. And they're likely going to run more. What the fuck are you drafting Aaron Rodgers for? What are you doing? Uh, it was a trap, right? You look at the, even the discount. Value trap. We got value trapped into him. 
Yep. Look at the discount rounds, 15, 16, 17 in some instances. The value will just look too good to pass up. You take them. It's a value trap. And and next thing you know, you know, luckily Wentz is on the waiver wire in a lot of these leagues, and you're able to pick him up, and he's scoring 30. That Let's talk about the commander's offense right now. It's commanding attention. It is commanding attention. It's one of the best passing I – think, I think it's one of the best – one of the best receiving cores right now in the NFL. When you look at what Curtis Samuel's been able to do, John Dotson, you still have Terry McLaurin. I, Terry McLaurin's going to have weeks, dude. He is going to have weeks. McLaurin's going to have weeks. I have some McLaurin. Get ready for some weeks from McLaurin. But I just remembered so many of these shows where we would be looking at our board and you'd be like, oh, I like that Samuel pick late. I like yeah. that Samuel pick late. I like that Samuel pick late. I'm like, yeah, like Dario has like 50 slots ahead of ADP. Of course we're getting Samuel. So... I, I already know I'm going to lose this bet. So Dave, who you met in Vegas, my draft partner, he made me a bet like it was probably like two weeks before the NFL season kicked off. It was a straight-up bet, steak dinner, Romeo Dobbs versus Curtis Samuel. I took the bet because I'm a Dobbs, I was a Dobbs guy. And woof. <laughs> I, I'm already asking how he likes his steak cooked. Yeah, woof, woof. <laughs> well, you know, Dave also, when we were in Vegas, Dave had one take for me. He had one take. Well, two takes, but we'll get to the second one in a second. He had two takes. He's like, he's like, uh, uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown should be being drafted in the second round. Yep. That's what he said to me. He's like, if we have to, if we have to take Amon Ra with, uh, AJ Brown, when he's gone, I'm going Amon Ra. And I'm like, well, what about T Higgins? You know, Mike Evans. He's like, I'm on Ra. I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck are you? S- what? Yeah. Really? Possession <laughs> receiver. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Really? He's like, oh no, I'm a, he's explosive. He's a, you know, he's so Sure enough, right as rain, this guy, right yep. as rain, and I'm on Raw. He he knows his he's lions, and I should have known because I was watching Hard Knocks. He just knows football, and he's like, my favorite handcuff is uh, Craig Reynolds. Yep. He's like Craig. Re-. I'm like, why Craig Reynolds? He's like Craig Reynolds is gonna get in there. He most running backs they're 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 waiting on one injury. You have two running backs that could get injured, and either one happens. Reynolds is in there getting big snaps, big opportunities. Now we look at this offense. It is more prolific than even Dave could have ever imagined. They don't yeah. kick, and the offensive line is... I mean, we talked about this on the Decision Point show with Anand Nanduri, and I, I talked about how good this offense could be, and no matter how much we talked about it, and to the point where people in the chat were like, enough with the Lions, enough. Right? I, but we talked about how sneaky good they were going to be. We, we, weren't, we weren't bullish enough? No. I'm glad I put that bet on them win the division. Like, oh, it's, yeah. It, it, it's looking more possible now, seeing how poorly the Packers have played. And the Bears stink. The Bears suck. I mean, Minnesota is hit and miss, so it's it's still a possibility they win. And I think it was like, I don't remember what the odds were, like plus 1,300 or whatever it was in the beginning. It was a great bet. It was a great bet. Just it Basically, my, what, my favorite bets were Lions, just over their win total. That was a lock. Mm-hmm. That was the lock of the locks. What was it, like five and a half? Or, I can't remember what it was. It started at five and a half, moved to six, then moved to six and a half. And I was like, over, 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 no matter what. Over, 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 <laughs> over, 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 all the time. All, all, I was like, this is my favorite bet. And my other one was, and this was a good one, Eagles to win the NFC East. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was just, come on. Come on. It's just like, it's, there's some situations where it's like, you know, you, you know, people, this team in a vacuum just... Yeah player by player, unit by unit, is far superior to the other team who is favored to win. So yeah. whenever you have that situation, it's like, uh, slam it. They're so much better than the Cowboys on paper. They were better than the Cowboys on paper all offseason. It was clear. 
they're better than the entire division on paper. It was just a matter of could they throw it together, right? And it looks very well like they're off to a hot start. It doesn't look like they're going to cool down anytime soon. But the, the, the one bet I've placed to begin the year that I'm just kind of regretting right now by the, by, by the start was I think it was nine and a half win total for Indy. Like what the hell is happening to Indianapolis right now? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't like it. Mm-mm-mm. Well, here's the thing, man. I mean, Chris Ballard is a, one of these fake sharp GMs. Mm-hmm. That was clear. I mean, it's it's one thing to make one big blunder at you know when you're you're, you're passing on DK Metcalf. Yeah, and, and then they 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 passed on Sky Moore. They passed on uh, a number of of good players for just questionable picks. Questionable picks, so that the talent profile of the team at this point should be better. And then they, and then they bought the peak on Carson Wentz, and they sold the trough. Right, so somehow they're going to get the worst of both worlds, where they're going to be giving up picks for bad Wentz, and then giving up more picks to get rid of Wentz and bring in Ryan. When you actually would be better off if just if you had conviction in the guy you you sent the first rounder for in the first place. So it's it's. They're overthinking it. You can see that there's a little bit of panic and they're overthinking it with their moves, especially around the quarterback position. If they had just decided to blow this thing up and rebuild the right way and not gone with this Wentz bridge, they'd have been in such better shape. But uh, no. And also, also, you know, Pittman was out too. They have bad luck with the Pittman quad injury rate. At, you know, Raiders are going to face an improved Jacksonville team. That's true too. So it's, it's just... This division is very easy to win. I mean, I've seen some bets now on the Jaguars to win the AFC South. I could see it. It's very possible that the Titans, they're going to lose Lewin for the season. Titans don't look good. They look terrible. At what point do we see Malik? He didn't look ready, though. He doesn't look ready, but at what point do you see him? I mean, they're not going to continue to lose games. They're going to keep losing, so maybe... (laughs) Oh, here's a great question for you. Who do we see first? Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett? I'd say, okay, full-time start or are we going to, you talking about series? Well, we've already seen Malik Willis. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to go cheat code. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's not what I mean. I mean, starting like Adam Schefter reports that the team is going to turn to quarterback X, not they're down, yeah, 41-7. Probably Pickett. I think Pickett, but it's it's getting closer. It's close. It is getting closer. It's getting closer. They got to go to Pickett. I mean, Trubisky's been terrible. I mean, that's been an underreported thing. Trubisky's been terrible. The Steelers yeah. absolutely just squeezed out a win in Week One that they didn't deserve. I hundred percent uh, agree with that. Oh, it was just gross. I mean, just suck out. I just ugh. The, this team is gonna be. I still can't believe people were drafting Najee Harris as high as they were. I still can't believe it. Remember where I had in my ranks? I had him running back 13 in my preseason ranks. But we saw him getting drafted in the top five in some of these FFWC leagues. Yeah, by freaking baddies. I mean, it's – I don't get me wrong. I did it in the earlier season, like in March and April and, and June. And then after I finalized ranking, I looked at myself and said, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> what am I doing? Like, this yeah. is basically – he's – what's the big difference between Najee Harris and David Montgomery? Uh, what? Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a really good comparison, actually. What's the difference? They're the same player. I think I'd rather have Montgomery. If they're going to run the ball that much, absolutely. They're only going to throw the ball 11 times? Like, what? Oh, don't even get me started there. My Darnell Mooney shares are not looking good right now. but Montgomery's looking pretty good. Yeah, because they run the ball 20, 30 times. 
Like, if you're not going to throw the ball, sure, I want that running back. Uh, and I don't even like Montgomery, but you're going to have to. At- Montgomery is in his prime, and he does have an all-purpose skill set, okay? He is a better receiver than, like, a Josh Jacobs. He's got more juice left than Ezekiel Elliott. Of all these dead zone backs, like the prototypical dead zone backs, he's the guy, especially in a contract year, that I think you could have made the strongest case for. And he did yeah. fall to us in one of these FFWC. I think I have him in two of these leagues just because he was in such free fall. Like people were not drafting him. They weren't touching him. They're like, they're going to take a Sky Moore. Okay, I'll take. You're going to draft Sky Moore. Okay, I'll take Montgomery. Fine. Okay, good. That was the debate when I saw you guys before you went to dinner was Montgomery or Gibson, I think was the, was the, was the debate. No, that was different. That was different. No, no, no. What happened was we thought we were going to get Gibson the next round. Ah, uh, gotcha. Right. So we we wanted Gibson, but we made the I made this the executive decision. And see, the thing is, you always beat yourself up in hindsight. Mm-hmm. When I've made that executive decision on multiple times, and it's paid off. It's paid off a bunch. Uh, that that you get that like even earlier in that draft, we were going to take ETN in the third round, and I said we might actually get him in the fourth, and we did. Yay, we got ETN in the fourth. Yay, <laughs> yay, Billy, yay. So I had already done it once. Right where I made the right executive call because basically I had Cody and Dario with me and they were like you know agreeing on guys and consensus and they were like okay we got to go Gibson and I was like Dario ADP check and then we looked at the board and 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 we looked at who had running backs and I was like I think we can get Gibson on the way back uh, because I thought like Singletary would go I thought Henderson would go and then they didn't and they, someone grabbed Gibson and I was like oh fuck. Right. So it, that, that's a false point. No one was, I mean, their ADPs were like two rounds apart. Yeah. We basically, uh, it was a question of do we want to move up around and get Gibson or take Montgomery, who's fallen around? And we tried to get both and it didn't work out. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we get cute in draft rooms. And I know I do it. And, and it just doesn't, doesn't pan out as we hope. I know, but we always say that we get cute. But then when it works out, we're like, executive decision. Yeah. I'm the smartest man alive. Yeah, you know we're 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 playing the ADP board game. <laughs> yeah, this is why we this is why we look at boards, Billy. So we know that we can get this guy on the way back around. And then when we don't, we're like, oh, I shouldn't have got so cute. It's like, hey, man, like it, it'll work out. It'll work out. So the the most devastating blow is this Trey Lance thing, and he was falling so far. We were getting him in round like thirteen. Yeah, and. I was like, because, you know, Lamar, Kyler, they would go seven, eight, nine. It really depends. FFWC, I mean, it's such a wild range of where quarterbacks go. It really is. It's really interesting. Like, you know, I mean, some some leagues, like round seven, where the run starts. It's like, where where Hurts and Lamar going? And then next draft, like, no one takes Josh Allen to, like, the five, six turn. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you never know. (laughs) So then, uh, so then we're like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. And then, so I'm like, well, the thing was, it was like, well, we could get here's this is the best part. This is the best part. We were always like, well, this is so funny. This is so funny. This happened to me in a bunch of drafts. Like the last three drafts, this happened. It was like, well, we can just keep waiting and waiting, Billy, because guess what? If we don't get Trey Lance, don't worry. We'll yeah, just we'll get, get Dak. Yeah, or we'll get Kirk Cousins in round twenty. You know, it's I'm like, fine with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I would have been fine with Kirk Cousins, but no, specifically, if everyone remembers what I was saying, it was and and this is where you're like Mooney wrong, Etn wrong. Yeah. I was like, 
with the quarterback position, I really fucked it up. Because earlier in the year, remember, I was going Lamar. Remember, I was going Lamar and Kyler. We were yep. stacking Lamar and Bateman, and then we were stacking Kyler. Remember, Ertz was falling so far. Ertz was hurt. Yeah, he went to round 12 at some point. Right, so we had some. We had Ertz, Kyler, and we had Bateman and uh, Lamar when in, in these drafts we were doing, these live drafts, and that was, that was all good. And then I was like, you know what? And then you were, you were like, you were beating me up. You're like, you're drafting quarterback too early. Yep, it's way like, too early. You know, and it's like too early. You got to wait and you, you wait and get Tua. You can wait and get Cousins. Wait and get Carr. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'll do you one better, Billy. I'll wait and get Lance. <laughs> yeah. I'll do you one better, Billy. I'll wait and get Dak. Yeah. Right? And it's like, oh <laughs> man. <laughs> I, so I kept pushing it. You can see my drafts. It goes yeah. like, first it was Lamar, Lamar, and then it was you know, Hertz. Hurts. Then it was Kyler, Kyler, and you can, can see, like, and, and going later, later. Then all of a sudden, it's like Lance, Lance, Dak, and it's like, uh, oh man, those later drafts, like, oh, just gut punch. I mean, some of these moves, it was good. Like, when we finally were like, fuck it, AJ Brown at all costs. AJ Brown in the mid second round. Like there was so there. It's not like. All of it was some of these like late season move ups, like with Dave, with St. Brown, with mm-hmm. us, with AJ Brown. Those were strong takes, but it's just it's it's a bummer yeah. that the two quarterbacks that are out with injury happen to be Lance and Dak. I actually think Lance was looking like he was gonna have a good game in week two. Yeah, yeah, he was off to like I think two point eight or two point six right off the get go, and. It, I, I mean, I lost a couple where he was out because I owned Lance in a few. Not a lot, but I had him in a few. I lost one by seven points. And Dak only – I mean, Lance only put up that 2-8. So uh, I, that would have been a win. And it yeah. happens. That's part of football. But And by the way, this injury really bailing out Debo Samuel truthers. Mm, I think so too. The Debo Samuel enthusiasts, right, they were going to be in the same situation. No, not the same situation. I shouldn't say that. And, and by the way, you're not truthers, okay? We, we, he's already broken out. He's great. Yeah. Just the the hardcore Debo Samuel obsessives. Yeah. So I was I was the Debo obsessive last year. Last year? No, no. This year, the guys who were pushing him. I saw guys drafting him like at the two hundred four, the yep. two hundred three. Those people. He snuck into the round one at times. It was ridiculous. He snuck into round one. And if you had a rushing quarterback, it didn't make sense. With a new rushing quarterback yep. that had one full year in college at North Dakota State on his resume and I'm yep. talking myself into him in the 14th round and you're drafting his number one wide receiver at the 204 that's insane and now those people are going to get bailed out and now you have his his boy back in there throwing the ball oh. that he's going to just do a bunch of drop offs and and bailed run out and now it's Ayuk is, is not going to happen either yeah it's interesting though Ayuk is I still think going to have a much better year than he had last year I hope so um you know, we'll see what happens when Kittle gets back on the field, though, too. So we haven't seen Kittle. Yeah, I'm not loving it. I, I, my hope was that, that that it would be deep shots to Ayuk, that it would all be like play action, rollout, you know, buying time, deep shots mm-hmm. to Ayuk. That was the that was the case. I have some Lance Ayuk stacks. Boy, those are looking like shit. <laughs> it happens. Not as bad as the Fields Mooney stacks, though. Those Fields Mooney stacks are that's the most fire stack in all of fantasy and by fire i mean it is literally on fire and burning and will be charred embers uh, in a couple more weeks yeah fields mooney fields commit i mean these i was high on 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 those two 
Who's Komet? Is Cole Komet? Is that his name? Uh, he doesn't have a name. He's just zero Komet right now. Is he? A, he's a tight end in the NFL. I, I don't think anymore. No, he's he's he just vanished. He's he's getting his, he's putting up zero. So he might as well just rule him out. It would have saved us a lot of headaches. I mean, I've looked at the stats and I haven't seen a Cole Komet player. Yeah, it's literally zero, zero, zero catches, zero yards. He might as well just be a he might as well just be a lineman. He's just a blocker now. And the sad thing is, the decision point there a lot of times was Cole Komet or Gerald Everett. Yeah, yeah, that's the sad thing. The one breakout we, we thought it might be in Joku, Alberto, Komet. Those were our three big ones. My three big ones, anyway. And then, uh, and like like four was Everett, right? And and then, but I never ended up getting Everett. It was always one of those other three. I have a lot of Everett. I had, but I had I had Komet ranked at like tight end eight or nine. I can't remember. And I had Everett at like twelve at one point. And I said, no, I'm getting too cute. Like I, I need to, I need to move him down. Like ECR is like 21, right? I'm going to move him back down to like 15 or 16 and <laughs> got too cute with it. Uh, it's, it's looking, it's looking like he's going to be a tight end one this year. Late round tight end is pain. Well, that's the thing is there's so much, there's always somebody though that pops up like Juwan Johnson was going undrafted. Who's now running almost eighty percent of snaps? Tyler Conklin was going so late in most drafts, round twenty, if not undrafted, in a lot of these, and he's running at ninety percent snaps. So there's always value at the position. Hey, 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 hey! Don't forget about Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst was going late, right? Hayden Hurst getting targets. He's getting seven, eight targets a game. Seven, eight targets a game, and that's because some of these teams that are playing these these cover threes against teams with two good wide receivers, two good outside wide receivers. Mm-hmm. funnels targets to the tight end so you might think oh no well you know i, I it's just it's, it's too many targets out there and you never be careful be careful because there's going to be games where they take away higgins and and those targets are going to go to at least the tight end if not the underneath receivers like a boyd that's why I always like to i mean you you know me i was always pushing tight end pushing 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 even more than quarterback yeah, Austin Hooper was a big one of yours. Yeah, he's dropped and I picked up Conklin wherever I could. So you had leagues where you drafted. Can I just just for just because it's funny? Yes, absolutely. Because I mean, I can I. We talked about my Lance Ayuk stacks. Yep. Yeah. So if we're going to talk about my Lance Ayuk stacks and my my Dak Pollard combos, yep. we might as well talk about some of the leagues where you went Comet uh, Hooper because you did that. Comet Hooper Fields. You throw in Field. Comet Hooper was a popular one for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. And. And guess what? I don't own either of those tight ends now. They're gone. Like, I've already dropped Hooper. Komet's being dropped this week. Like, cut them. Move on to the next. Go for the target share. Go for the snap share. I've already picked up Juwan Johnson in a lot of leagues. I've already picked up uh, Tyler Conklin in most of these leagues. Uh, Hayden Hurst is out there in some of them that I'm adding. Tyler Higby's getting – he's number one in the league in tight end targets. You know that? Yes, he is. It's crazy. The thing about Higby is Higby's owned in 90 plus 95% of these leagues, right? Right. Where like players like Conklin and Juwan Johnson, they're still out there on waiver wires, in, in even in high-stakes leagues. And so it, for me, it's about utilization. It's about how much this player is on the field. Like eventually, maybe they're only getting five, six targets right now, four targets. But if they're on the field, 91% of snaps, and they're running routes in, in 90% of those pass plays, Fantasy points will come, and so those are the players I want rostered right now. And I'll I'll cut the Comets, I'll cut the Hoopers, I just cut ties of them. 
we can hold on to these guys for you to continue to disappoint yourself. If you don't have the cojones to drop them, just put them on your bench and drop somebody else and pick up a tight end that you can play right now because you're going to continue to just be disappointed, in my opinion. It's a bummer, man. It's a, it's a, it's a bummer. I think I might have uh, picked up some, some Higby just because I had Ertz. And mm-hmm. uh, didn't think Ertz was going to play in week one, and so ended up uh, picking up some Higby for that reason and that reason alone. And so there was an interesting debate that you and I had. I was like, why are these people drafting two quarterbacks and two tight ends? Yeah, the free look. In the FFWC. And I'm like, idiots, right? <laughs> I'm like, idiots. And now I'm like, oh, I'm scrambling after week one to like grab Higby. I'm scrambling after week one to, to, to grab Tua or to grab Wentz or to grab Goff. Uh, with, with with Lance, I'm like, I don't know what Lance is, you know, so, but then, of course, you know, like you, the same thing with, with Komet, you're like, well, I'm going to give him one more week because it was a monsoon, yep. right, so sometimes we get betrayed by circumstance where we hold on an extra week because we're, you know, yeah. for whatever circumstance, we decide, okay, just one more week, I, I got to be sure before I let this guy go. Just rip the fucking bandaid off. Rip it off. Do it, be, just be done with it. Dump him. Yeah, especially if it's a low volume, slow offense. If they're only going to throw the ball 11 times a game, I don't care how good Komet may or may not be. If if he's not seeing 50 percent target share, which would be five to six targets a game, like it's not it's not worth it at this point. So my question for you is, when are you going to drop Dobbs? Um, So in FFWC, I'm not going to drop him. FFPC, you can drop him just because of the format. Like, you you don't want to drop a receiver in FFWC. I mean, you're literally starting three to five. Well, I'm not dropping Doolin. Yeah, no, you're not. I I picked Doolin up. I thought of you in every league I had of him. I was like, oh, Podfather, 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 Podfather. Yeah. (laughs) Just because, just because, okay, oh, Pittman's practicing, you know? It's like, wait, wait, wait. Ho, 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 ho. We, We could, this is their starting Z receiver now. I'm out on Paris Campbell. I'm done. Cut him. I'm out. I will cut that receiver right now. Oh, I've already cut him. Yeah. It, it, Bye-bye. Gave him, two, gave him two games. If he can't do it last week, he can't do it last week with everybody out. That's the thing. That's another trick. Gone. Right? Komet. We gave him Komet another chance because of the, the, mm-hmm. the weather conditions. We gave Paris Campbell another chance because, oh, Pittman's out. He could be the number one. And he played heavy slot snaps where you would think he would be getting fed. Matt Ryan just wants to, you know... Hut, hut, fire, hut, hut, fire, and then yet n- nothing. What's happening? Is he this bad at route running routes? I mean, is he, is he like the worst route runner in the league? His snaps are way up. His routes are up. It, it's just crazy. Yeah, it just he's just he just must be bad. Like I just I I'm gonna I haven't watched the all twenty two tape yet on on those games, but I want to go back and see what the hell he's doing. Like I'm just gonna watch him. I don't, I'm not gonna watch anybody else. Watch him. Watch ETN. There's some guys you want to go back yeah. and watch. And, and it has to be the all twenty two tape. You can't go back and watch like the the TV version. You can't see him at all the times. You if you want to analyze a player, you have to go out and watch all twenty two or coaches tape. Some places call it, and find that guy on the field every single play and just watch what he does. See where he goes. See what he's doing. Why is he in a doghouse? Is he not getting open? Is he not finishing plays? Is he is he rounding off on his routes? Like what's happening? Yeah, I don't I don't know. We I mean we have charters that chart the all twenty two for our route win rates, route wins versus man, route wins versus zone. So we we actually have all twenty two charters because we need to collect that data, and you can only yeah. get it with the all twenty two tape. So the bottom line is whether it's all twenty two. All two, all four, all eight, 
all 11, all 1,000, whatever tape you're looking at. He still fucking sucks. All 556. <laughs> I can tell you already. You don't need to watch the tape. I can tell you already. <laughs> Ashton Doolin's good. Yeah. Ashton Doolin's doing a great job. Ashton Doolin's killing it. Ashton Doolin's getting open. He's squeezing the football. He can win everywhere. Double moves. I mean, you put him at Z across from Michael Pittman. I mean, it's on. It's fucking on, Billy. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I dropped 25 bucks on that Doolin line. I did it just so I could tag you in it. I was like, I don't even care if I lose this money. I'm going to do it just because, just because Matt, Matt, Matt's been, been beating this drum all season, Ashton Doolin. And it was only thirty three and a half yards. I'm like, that's 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 a cake. That's a cakewalk. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, did they not know Pittman was out? Pittman was out, and this guy's great. But it's like, he went to Malone College. He was undrafted. <laughs> you know, when you look at the undrafted, you know how few undrafted receivers end up actually doing a goddamn thing, right? It's like Doolin and Adam Thielen and Jacoby Myers. What's wild is. Myers and Doolin could outproduce Thielen this year. Thielen's looking pretty dusty. Yeah, Thielen looks dusty. You don't have we. I have no Thielen. I mean, I what are we doing with Thielen? I mean, this guy's like uh, he's not that explosive in his uh, early thirties already. Have, has dealt with a bunch of lower body injuries that have betrayed him. He's been you know a touchdown dependent wide receiver. Now has a, one of the great alphas of all time across from him why Adam Thielen? I was like, can we just draft KJ Osborne if you want exposure or, or Irv Smith or whatever? I didn't understand the Adam Thielen thing. It's like Adam Thielen, these dusty players, like Ezekiel Elliott. I was always like, come on, guys. What? Why? Why? Oh, you, you can have you have the opportunity of drafting guys with real juice or not, right? You have the opportunity to draft. So Darnell Mooney, in hindsight, in hindsight, this was a dangerous pick given the other players that were going around him. It was a little bit more dangerous in hindsight, right? I still think he's going to come out of it. And I'm not as confident as I was before the season started, but he's been a part of, and don't quote me, I threw it on Twitter. I don't have the number in front of me, but I think it's like 37 of 38 pass routes. He has run um, a route. I mean, that's, you know, that's almost 100%. And so if someone's on the field that much, this this coach will be fired if they continue to throw the ball 11 times a game. And so they're going to have to adjust this offense based upon their start of the season. They got lucky versus the Niners. That's what Dude, happened. Eberflus, these coaches, these new coaches, Nathaniel Hackett. I'm convinced there's not a single good coach in the NFL. They look terrible. They look incompetent. You're like, oh, it's like Mike McDaniel's like this shining light, right? They're, oh, they're playing faster. They're throwing more than we thought. Oh, wow, it's a pleasant surprise. But the, the lesson there, the takeaway there is like, new coach, you know, expect the worst. Hope for the best, but expect the worst. Hackett is just so bad. Yeah, but, but look so at the receivers bad. that were going around him. Look at the receivers that were going around Darnell Mooney. It was Brandon Cooks. It was Rashad Bateman. And it was, it, it, it was Amon Ross St. Brown. So when you're looking at who was going in that zone in the fourth round. Oh, yeah, he was, he's, he's now the worst of the group. Absolutely. I know he was the worst, but he also had the most risk factor because he had that he was he was they were switching over to the mobile quarterback that was unproven with a bad offensive line down the field in 2021 down the stretch down the fields. <laughs> a guy had like a little tongue tongue twister there. He he does get down the field though. Yeah, down down the stretch with Fields last year they actually showed good chemistry. I mean, he had 140 targets. 
it's just now all of a sudden they just don't want to throw the ball. So I think it has to change. I'm, I'm not I'm not completely out of Moody. I'm not starting him anywhere. Don't get me wrong. He's he's you're not dropping him. I'm not dropping him though. I can't do it. it we'll see what we'll see what happens this week. You're not dropping him. Are you picking up their number one receiver, Equinemius St. Brown? <laughs> no. I mean, although he is one of the Browns, St. Browns. He is a St. Brown. He's he's a hard worker off the field. His his he, he lifts weights. I like his brother better. Um, his brother's a little better. Yeah, a little better. A little, just a little, just <laughs> just, just a wee bit. Just you know, it's they're so the they're such a they're such a similar clan to the ball clan in basketball, <laughs> right? True. Where Equanimius yeah. is is Lamelo and and you know whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't know all the basketball players, but I feel like it's something similar. I, th- I want to. Have we have have you pulled up the rankings on the player profile championship? The where are all of our? I know I know I'm not doing that well in the player profile. The, the main I'm doing well, but main event. I mean I'm in I'm in eleventh place in the main event. I have one team that is in uh, fourth place. A couple fourth place teams. I'm not doing. Oh, well. in your league, in your league. Gotcha. In my league, I'm I'm no. It's it's not good, dude. So 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 here's the thing. It's not good. I'm grinding. No, I'm grinding the waiver. I'm picking up Craig Reynolds everywhere. High, high stakes. This is the beauty about it. You can lose head to head and still win your league. You could. I have literally had teams like I had a team about two what? years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll explain this. This is why you continue to grind. Doesn't matter what. If you're putting up points, don't worry about your head to head. Because when you go into playoffs, it's rec number one record, number one points, number two record, number two points. Okay. So as long as you're top two in scoring, you could be you could be zero and twelve, zero and thirteen. You make the playoffs. Yeah, because I have a I have a Hertz team with with Mixon, and I have Diggs, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, Juju, and Jacoby Myers. Yeah, so with Darren Waller, it's a sick team. It's it's not victory points, but as long as you're putting up points, like just overall points. Now there is victory points in the five k and the ten k and the invitation, all those leagues. But uh, in these, in, in the player profile championship and and the world championship, the main event, it's total points. So like you can literally be. 0 and 14 or 0 and 13 and make the playoffs because you have top two in in scoring and I've I've done it I've literally gone a year where I won one head to head matchup all year round but I was top two in scoring made the playoffs and won the league so as long as you're grinding and you're putting up points don't worry about your head to head I'm grinding dude I'm gr- I'm, gr- I'm gr- we're grinding there I mean the disappointing thing is like Tony Pollard but eventually Dak Prescott's gonna come back. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm dropping Paris Campbell. We have, we have, we have I have a, a nice little stash there in Rashad White, Kenny Gainwell. This is a well constructed. I have some really well constructed teams that are that are scoring. Does the Boston Scott usage have you concerned with Gainwell? I has me a little concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I expected more of that to be Gainwell's. I just it's what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Wait, Miles Sanders is gonna get hurt, and it's gonna be a Boston Scott Kenny Gainwell. Circle jerk. It's going to suck. Hey, what the hell? Is, like Week one, they rotate every running back into the goal line. Like, get the out of here. Just give us two touchdowns to Sanders. I do want to talk about, though, Jacoby Myers. Okay. Because we talked about Jacoby Myers on this show a lot because he was always there yep. in round eight and nine. And that's why I really have almost no Elijah Moore. I have... No Devontae Smith. It was a lot of those receivers in that zone passed on them for like a, a J.K. Dobbins or whatever it was, right? Yeah. And, oh, uh, A.J. Dillon, 
m- more than not, and uh, Chase Edmonds, right? Like, oh, we can wait another round on receiver because I'm gonna I'm gonna take Chase Edmonds here, and then we can get Jacoby Myers next. Like, this was a frequent discussion point that you and I had when we were drafting. Yep. And now you look up, and all these volume slot receivers are destroying the NFL. Right? It's the it's the Cooper Cup corollary. All the way down the board, where, where it's like, oh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. No one should be surprised. Here's Jacoby Myers getting 13 targets. He's top 20 in all these usage metrics we want. Air yard share, target share, even slot snaps. And he's getting deep targets. He just doesn't have the touchdowns. So that's looking like an incredible process play. And I also believe that Juju is going to have weeks, Right. I know that everyone's like, oh, yeah, you were wrong about Juju. He's not the next Cooper Cup. It's actually St. Brown. Fine. But I have faith in Juju. I'm so happy I have all this Juju, just like I'm happy I have all this Jacoby Myers because they play the slot. They're volume slot receivers. And so many of these NFL defenses now, where they're playing more corners defenses, more cover three, they are just begging the offenses. The defenses are begging the offenses to throw to the, to the slot receiver. So Juju's going to have some huge weeks. Just, just wait. He had a big week in the, just the first half of week one. He has six targets in the first half. The week two matchup was just tough. Like that, that cornerback is a shutdown versus yeah. slot receivers. Oh no, wait, no. I think it was actually eight targets and six receptions. He had six receptions in the first half. Just wait. Juju is a buy low. Juju's a buy low. So I like Jacoby Myers. My only fear is this offense again, just in general. It's a low, it's a low passing volume offense. It's nice to see the involvement. He's the number one, though. He's the number one. The clear number one. He saw 87% of snaps week one, 82 and a half on week week two. Um, he's still seeing some some promising targets. I mean, we saw six in week one, 13 last week. So target rate is elite. His target rate yeah. is top 10. Oh, yeah. He, he's seeing a lot of targets and the, the the question always is with Myers is will the touchdowns come right? Yes. He passed for one I think before he caught one in the NFL. Spoiler alert: they will. I mean, uh, Dwayne McFarland made a great point that Belichick loves these converted quarterbacks. Like Edelman played quarterback in college. Mm-hmm. Myers played quarterback in high school. Belichick loves these guys. He just loves good football players. So that's yeah. that's exciting to me. I mean, Devonte Parker, bye bye, dropping. I mean, yeah. we so we were dropping. This is the funny thing. We were dropping Kenny Galladay before the season. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I started the season with any Galladay. Any Galladay I had was dropped before the season. And then after week one, it's like, okay, bye bye uh, Parker. Now it's like Paris Campbell. I feel bad, man. And another guy I think that I'm I'm holding on to. I just want to make sure everyone knows I'm holding on to in all these leagues because we did draft a lot of them. Is Zay Jones? Zay Jones is gonna mm-hmm. have weeks. It's gonna have weeks, and he's playing. He's playing ahead of Marvin Jones right now. Uh, but we'll see how this offense continues to develop. I think we're gonna see some changes here. Uh, what we see today is not gonna be the finishing product come at the end of the season. You you agree that uh, Amari Cooper is a sell high right now, coming off this week two game, or, or are you very bullish? I I don't think you can use the word bullish and Amari Cooper in the same sentence. Um, no, no. You, don't you? People loved Amari Cooper for a, like a good five year stretch. Oh yeah, that I liked him for you know four or three years, but yeah, I mean there were some there were some serious uh, you know enthusiasts. But you look at you know Brissett and, and this offense, and I I'd like him better when um, when Watson's back. 
which is have you seen their schedule this, when, when Watson comes back? I have not looked at the individual schedule. It's fun. It's a fun schedule. I only know the shootout, just the shootout part of the Cleveland schedule. What you got? The Ravens, the Saints, um, Ravens. Washington, and Washington. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah, yeah. That that'll be an interesting one. That'll be an, Ravens, and then they. You know, they. Is this a coincidence that the first game back for Watson is against uh, Drumroll, <laughs> the Houston Texans? Is it? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that is going to be one of the more revengey games. That's right up there with Brady against the Patriots. That's very revengey. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll have terrible towels there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Has that a whole new meaning to the terrible towel? Oh, I get it. I was thinking the Pittsburgh. I was like, he didn't play for Pittsburgh, Billy. He says there's no relation. There's no connection to Pittsburgh. No, no, no relation to Pittsburgh. No, it's terrible. That's gross. <laughs> what you're, what you just did, what you just did to this audience and myself. Now I feel dirty. That was gross. <laughs> they have to, right? If you're Houston, you have to do it. That was gross. And, and the, the great thing is, though, YouTube's algorithm won't pick up on that. Nope, they won't. Yeah, we can still we can still check mark uh you know uh you know, safe language no problem right the algorithm's never gonna pick up on that ever way too sophisticated for any algorithm AI never gonna get there I didn't get there it took me you think you know I'm one of the most intelligent people in this business took me a good five seconds to even pick up on it. I think any AI is gonna pick up on it <laughs> you were looking at me like what what the hell are you talking about I was like what are you talking about like wait I think isn't that is he from Pittsburgh? Wait, did they? Did they <laughs> someone from the Steelers? Like, what is going oh. on? <laughs> so, uh, bottom line is, we have to uh, we have to wrap this up. This was just this was an impromptu show. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I appreciate Billy. He's grinding his rankings. He's the best there is in the rankings business uh, per Fantasy Pros. I said, let's flip the cameras on. Let's go live. Let's give a little status update. So. I, I think the team I just laid out is my best team. I think that has a real shot. Uh, that team has a real shot. If we could just get maybe a, a Fournette injury. Real quick, let's let's read off our best teams real quick. I just want to I just want to hear them. Okay, so my best team is Hertz, Mixon, Pollard, Gordon, Gainwell, Rashad White, Turian Davis, Price. He's being <laughs> dropped, but I'm dropping him for Craig Reynolds. Okay, so just know that. And uh, let's see, Stephon Diggs, Jacoby Myers, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, Juju, Zay Jones, Paris Campbell being dropped, Darren Waller. Uh, that's it. I'm picking up a new defense. How many points do you have total? Total points. Total points. It's so funny that I don't even know where to get that. I only have 306 points total. Okay, that's not bad. That's not that great. No, it's not that great. Is that, is that a third or fourth place team overall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but I think we all agree that team has great potential. Great potential. All right. For this for this format in particular. Yeah, I'm going to read off. The, the, this team is nasty. Like, all right. So so just before you even start reading, can I just tell people some of these teams I drafted while I was hosting a show, and we I missed some egregious uh, value picks <laughs> that were falling to me. So we've had we have some teams that I just lit on fire. We've had some very bad luck Trey Lance teams, and I, we, I only drafted like you know a, a handful of teams. I gave half of my teams away that we, we had to draft courtesy of the FFWC as, a, as a, you know, our, with our, our sponsorship, 
to Dario to draft and, and, and Cody. So I only have a handful of, of leagues to even, or teams to even peruse. You've drafted in many more leagues, but you're also better at this than I am. So when you take the volume, it's like with fantasy football, you, what you want, you want opportunity plus ability equals fantasy points. So this is Billy. What you're about to hear from Billy Muzio is opportunity plus ability equals. It's volume. So we went. It's actually funny because this is the team we didn't take. We didn't wait on quarterback. Lamar Jackson, Miles Sanders, A.J. Dillon, Eno Benjamin, Melvin Gordon, Rex Burkhead, Marlon Mack, Kenyon Drake. A lot of these guys are being cut this week. Okay. Oh, this is a zero RB team. It's a zero RB team. So now we get the wide receiver. Stephon Diggs, Drake London, Jahan Dotson, Rashad Bateman, Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, DK Metcalf, Paris Campbell, who's being cut tonight. Then we have a tight end, Albert O, Isaiah Likely. We're adding another tight end tonight. Vikings uh, kicker and Rams defense. This team has uh, 377 points and is in fifth overall in the overall contest. This team is pretty nasty. As long as we can continue with the running backs, is have two each week. Wide receiver, dude. Wide receiver is wide receiver. Like I went hero RB with Mixon. You went zero RB, right? I didn't mm-hmm. hear. I didn't. I haven't heard of any teams that everyone's like, you know, running around about, you know, dancing around, uh, talking about how I drafted three running backs in a row in the FFWC. You don't do that. The only the only ones that's going to work on, and I have one that has it. It's a Swift Barkley start. Um, so Swift Barkley team, and then you, I just hit I hit on London and Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel and you know Bateman stuff like that a little bit later, and so those teams are doing well. But as soon as either Swift or Bateman or Swift or Barkley don't don't you know keep putting up the points they're putting up, that team's gonna be in a little more trouble. I'm looking through some of my other teams. Uh, they uh, don't look as good. I do have a Lamar Saquon. Melvin Gordon, Brandon Cooks, Mike Williams, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Curtis Samuel. Did I say Rashad Bateman already? So it's got the Lamar Bateman stack. That's a pretty good team. That's a really good team. I like that team. That's a very that's a very good team. So I knew I had a good Lamar team. I knew I had a good Hertz team. And uh, we'll see about this team. This team has Kyler with Ertz. It's got Justin Jefferson, Marquise Brown, Allen Robinson, uh, Olave, and Burks. Robinson had a much better game. I know, but I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. I, I wish I would have gone St. Brown. Yeah. Uh, so that's so I've got Olave and Burks. Olave, baby. Olave, right? Olave's looking pretty good. Yeah. Olave. Olave. And then my running backs in that league are Kamara and Gibson. So that was a hero hmm. RB with Kamara. That one's looking really. That's a that's a sharp. That's a, that's a pretty strong team. Yeah, and Kamara's back this week, probably. You think so? Yeah, yeah. They already said he had a limited practice today, so I think he'll be back. Perfect, perfect. And then the rest of my teams. <laughs> <laughs> I guess some other teams. I'm starting out. <laughs> great starts. Great starts. Yeah, we, we, we do. Just need. It just takes one, doesn't it? Just take one. Rape of, let's talk about number one before we end the show. Stefan Diggs, huh? Come on. Hey, you Stephon did Diggs. it. You did it. Let's, <laughs> let's not bury the lead here. Why are we burying the Look what we're doing on the Dominator. We're burying the lead. Oh, Stephon man. Stefan Diggs, top three wide receiver. It is happening. He is the number one wide receiver in all of fantasy right now. He is outscoring Cooper Cup. And all of your haters need to eat it. I can't. 
I'm, 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 I was supposed to hit the button. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was trying to fuck because we've added the, the, the show. Sh- I, I just, the end screen. I'm all watching YouTube, like, make sure I don't miss it. I knew we had to go. You got, you got kids that need to go to soccer. And I was, I was, I was fumbling around for the end screen. Fuck the end screen. We're not doing the end screen. Bye, everybody. We love you. Let's go dominate. FFWC, Billy Muzio, The Dominator Show, Player Profiler. What else am I saying? Goodbye. Let's go dominate FFWC, Billy Muzio, The Dominator Show, Player Profiler. What else am I saying? Goodbye. <laughs> oh, God. That was, I was waiting for it, too. I was like, I'm not going to interrupt it. I'm not going to interrupt it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was clicking around because we've added files and it was in a different... I was like, where is the goddamn ends? Fuck me. That's hilarious. I'm killing it in the Scott Fishbowl without... J.K. Dobbins. My team is not looking good, Scott Fishbowl. Evans, C.D. Lamb. Um, C.D. Mm. I got Diggs in the, I got Diggs in the Scott Fishbowl. I do have Diggs who's, who's been kind of carrying me right now, but C.D. and Evans haven't been doing much. Got a nice little performance from Amari Cooper. Got him very late. Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce should be good coming down the stretch. Oh, yeah. He should be seeing some more usage now here. Maybe Tyler Algier. Maybe some Tyler Algier here and there. These guys aren't picking up quarterbacks, so I'm just getting these quarterbacks for like $2. <laughs> and now I have five quarterbacks. I have Geno and Flacco, and it's like, guys, I have all the quarterbacks. What's happening? Yeah, why aren't you guys getting quarterbacks? Like, I don't want them. I can't use them. I have Lamar <laughs> and Derek Carr. I don't want them. Get them out of here. That's funny, actually. So, but I'm like, I'm not going to let them hang on the waiver wire for like somebody that's like, oh, quarter, you know, my like oh, Herbert's out. I'm going to go get a guy in the waiver wire. I'm not going to let you do that. No, you can't. You can't just give people free, free points like that. No, no. You got to make them suffer. It's called uh, it's a it's a bully, bully strategy. Exactly. We bully, man. We bully. Uh, it's just funny, like how much harder the FFWC leagues are. It's a lot of tough competition. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> it's because everybody's grinding you know it's oh god i can't wait to i have a guy i want to ask you about because uh yeah dave dave hubbard man he called i'm on ross st brown yeah he did in a big way he's a smart dude man he's in a uh, big way i don't i, I just thought it's because he's watching hard knocks because he was also no. talking to me about craig reynolds but you know i like craig reynolds too yeah no dave's dave smart dave it's all he does full time is football on the side watches video all day, every day, watches games, then watches tape. After tape, he compares it to snap counts and looks at sneaky ads, and and um, he catches shit I don't catch all the time even, and we, we, we compare notes and do our pickups, and we add each other's players into our other leagues that we have that we aren't sharing, and it's a, it's a, it's a good partnership we have. Um, yeah, him and I pretty good, pretty good start. Moves. I mean, I, I, I'm making moves like I'm, I'm dedicated to, to working the waiver wire hard and like making pickups. And I was like, I'm going to pick up both Michelle and Josh Kelly before the Thursday night game. And just in case. And you know, I'm, do, I'm playing that. I'm, I'm doing the thing, you yeah. know, 
That's good. Yeah. Usually whoever is working the hardest is the person who's staying ahead. And as long as the rest of your team is pretty solid, you can make a, you know, one or two big waiver pickups, you're going to win your league. And, and it's just the people who are constantly grinding that waiver wire and doing those kind of things and, and staying ahead of the curve. Right. It's like all the Marlon Mack shares I picked up last week for like two bucks. Now all of a sudden he's probably going to go for 30 or 60 this week. Right. Because now he's elevated to the active roster. And it's like, Yes, I kind of have a hard on for for Mac as well, but those kind of things where you stay ahead of people, where you can get someone for a when buck. When did he week sign before. on the practice squad? Uh, he was signed the practice squad two weeks ago, so it was after week one. It was after uh, after he hurt, <clears throat> ah, yeah. after TDP hurt. They signed the practice squad like that Tuesday after the Sunday game, yeah. and then we went through and added him to all the Thursday waivers, and then. We came through, and then they elevated him to the active roster. Now, after after TDP hurt his um, hurt his uh, was a knee or ankle or uh, uh, ankle, high ankle sprain. Ankle. Yeah, because I went to add him everywhere, and you had him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I added him the week he was he was signed to the practice squad. Right. So I tried to get him. I I didn't. Uh, I wasn't pressing enough to go. I don't know why I didn't. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Remember what happened? I think. Same thing with like, like Juwan Johnson or Tyler Conklin. You go and look at all these leagues, and I own them everywhere because they're running ninety percent snaps. It's like eventually the fantasy points will come. Oh yeah, I I I I, I picked up Conklin in the Scott Fishbowl. Hell yeah, I have Albert Akuik Boonham. I'm trying to get Conklin in a bunch of these leagues. Yeah, Conklin's huge right now. Juwan Johnson's big right now. He's seeing like ninety percent snaps. I am picking up Juwan Johnson everywhere. I have a question for you, actually. Should yeah. I pick up Juwan Johnson or Mike Gesicki? I I like Juwan Johnson. There's not as many mouths to feed in this offense, and and he's look at snap counts. I think he's running more. I, I mean, verify that right now. I haven't looked at this week's data as much, but let's. Uh, I mean, we can check it real quick. Let's do. I mean, Gasecki's kind of a zero. Let's go to. He's Gusecki's and he's so hit and miss. He's. I'm not a huge Gasecki fan either, but let's. Uh, like, I don't have that information top of my head. Let me take a look. Snap counts. Probably just gonna keep Gasecki above him, but. Let's do so snap counts, tight ends. Let's do New Orleans um, game. Let's do week week two. Juwan Johnson saw seventy seven point nine percent of snaps. Okay, Miami sixty two percent for snaps for for uh, Jacecki. If you add in week one and two, Jacecki saw forty one percent of snaps in week one. Oh, uh, you, you can't rely on that. Juwan Johnson week one saw seventy three point eight, so his snap counts went up too. So I mean. John Johnson is still sneaky at in most places. Seven targets last week, five targets the week before, 40 yards or more on each of them. He's has um, a wide receiver background. Yeah, exactly. He's going to I I th- he's going to be the guy there in my opinion. Yeah, it's not it's definitely not uh it's definitely not Troutman. Yeah, not Troutman and Taysom Hills is the gadget guy. What about what about Austin Hooper? <sighs> Austin Hooper just hasn't seen the field as much as I was anticipating him to seeing it. I've already dropped him everywhere I owned him. Um outside of best ball but again, you just go back to snap counts. Tennessee, here we go. Austin Hooper saw f- 61% week one, and week two it went down to 50%. Like they they want to get like they want to use Swaim more. Like Swaim saw 69% in week two. Just or week one, I'm sorry. 60 60 48% in week two. So it's if they're gonna use two tight ends, I'm out. They're already a low passing offense. They're uh yes, yeah, so you think I should bump up my bid on Marlon Mack to like ten bucks or something? Yeah, 10, 10 may not get him. I don't think I'll get him for ten. I don't think so either. <clears throat> I'm just gonna get. I'm just gonna end up with Reynolds. I don't care. Yeah, I own a bit of Reynolds too. I want so much Reynolds. 
All right, so let's go live. We got forty five minutes. Let's go. We'll do a forty five minute show. I don't have a I don't have a plan. We're just gonna we're just gonna go. Let's go. I sound like lasers this time. Those fields, Mooney stacks are that's the most fire stack in all of fantasy. And by fire, I mean it is literally on fire and burning and will be charred embers uh, in a couple more weeks. Who's Komet? Is Cole Komet? Is that his name? Uh, he doesn't have a name. He's just zero commit right now. Is he? A, he's a tight end in the NFL. I, I don't think anymore. No, he's he's he just vanished. He's he's getting his, he's putting up zero. So he might as well just rule him out. It would have saved us a lot of headaches. We decide. Okay, one more week. I, I got to be sure before I let this guy go. Just rip the fucking bandit off. Rip it off. Do it. Be just be done with it. Dump him. Yeah, no, you're not. I, I picked Doolin up. I thought of you in every league I gladded him. I was like, oh, Podfather, 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 Podfather. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Ho, 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 ho. That's the thing. That's another trick. He still fucking sucks. He went to Malone College. He was undrafted. Down the field in 2021. Down the stretch, down the fields. <laughs> it got like a little tongue. Tongue twister there. I like his brother better. Um, his brother's a little better. Yeah, a little better. A little, just a little, just <laughs> just, just a wee bit. Just you know. Does the Boston Scott usage have you concerned, Gainwell? I has me a little concerned. Yeah. 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 Do you think they'll have terrible towels there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that a whole new meaning to the terrible towel? Oh, I get it. I was thinking the Pittsburgh. I was like, he didn't play for Pittsburgh, Billy. He says there's no relation. There's no connection to Pittsburgh. No, no, no relation to Pittsburgh. No, it's terrible. That's gross. What you're what you just did, what you just did to this audience and myself. Now I feel dirty. That was gross. They have to, right? If you're Houston, you have to do it. That was gross. And, and the, the great thing is, though, YouTube's algorithm won't pick up on that. Nope, they won't. Yeah, we can still we can still check mark. Uh, you know, uh, you know <laughs> safe language, no problem, right? The algorithm's never going to pick up on that <laughs> ever. Way too sophisticated for any algorithm. AI is never going to get there. I didn't get there. It took me. <laughs> you think? You know, I'm one of the most intelligent people in this business. Took me a good five seconds to even pick up on it. I think any AI is going to pick up on it. <laughs> you were looking at me like, what, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, wait, I think, isn't that, <laughs> is he from Pittsburgh? Like, did they, did they <laughs> someone from the Steelers? Like, what is going oh. on? Now I feel dirty.